Hello, everyone. Thanks for joining us today on Order Up, the podcast from the National Restaurant Association. I'm Carly McBride, Marketing Program Manager and your host for this week's episode. Restaurants and food service businesses play an essential role in improving their communities and supporting their neighbors by opening doors of opportunity for people of all backgrounds and cultures. For more than 20 years, American Express has supported the work of the National Restaurant Association and the Educational Foundation. American Express believes in the strength of local and small restaurants and recognizes their role in creating thriving communities. As part of this partnership, the Restaurant Neighbor Award was created to honor restaurants for their outstanding community service and to recognize the positive contributions they've had on their local communities. While the pandemic has caused historic pain for restaurants and restaurant workers, it has raised the public consciousness for just how important this industry is to the health and well-being of our society. As we continue a pathway to recovery, it is essential now more than ever to spotlight restaurants that demonstrated resilience and adaptability during the pandemic, and then extended that strength by supporting their local communities. With support from American Express, NRAEF launched the Restaurants Advance, Journeys That Inspire campaign to recognize restaurants that embody the spirit of the Restaurant Neighbor Award. Today, we dive in to learn more of how former Restaurant Neighbor Award winner, Elephant's Delicatessen, continues to impact their community. So today, I'm speaking with Cheyenne Terbrugin. Cheyenne is the Marketing and Communications Manager for Elephant's Delicatessen, based in Portland, Oregon. As a certified B Corporation, their mission is to use the power of business to solve social and economic problems. The COVID-19 pandemic has certainly put that to the test. So in chatting with Cheyenne, she'll discuss how the pandemic has impacted their business and how they've made a huge community impact during an incredibly difficult time. I'm excited and proud to speak with Cheyenne today, uh, as Elephant's Delicatessen was recently awarded this Good Neighbor Award from the National Restaurant Association Educational Foundation. So without further ado, I'd like to hear from you, Cheyenne. Thank you for speaking with me today. So let's get started. First question, so can you tell me a little bit more about your business? Who is Elephant's Delicatessen? Um, where are you located and what do you serve? Tell us about you. Well, Elephant's Delicatessen is a lot of things. <laughs> um, so Elephant's was founded in Portland, Oregon in 1979. So we've been serving the Portland community for over four decades now. Um, it started as one delicatessen and it has grown. Currently, we have seven locations in the Portland metro area. We also have a um, catering and events division of our company. Um, we manage a couple of event venues here in town as well. And we also have a pretty uh, brisk wholesale business. We wholesale uh, locally and we wholesale nationally through our partners over at Williams-Sonoma. So luckily we have a multifaceted business and uh, that, that proved helpful when the pandemic hit. Great. So I mentioned that Elephant's Delicatessen is a certified B Corporation. Um, tell us a little bit more about that. What exactly does that mean? Well, we became a B Corporation in 2015. Um, we, we had really long been recognized as a leader in sustainability and for our green practices. We were among the first businesses in Portland to embrace renewable energy and cut waste. So being a getting certified as a B Corp was sort of a, I don't know, a, a continuation of our commitment 
um, to that sustainability value. Being certified as a B Corp is a verified third-party integrity test of our business practices. And it has really helped us since 2015 set benchmarks and achieve our goals. Um, it's also a wonderful community. Um, we're really active locally with um, other companies that are certified B Corps and even nationally and, and globally, um, you're part of a community. So it's been, um, it's a really rigorous standard of sustainability and it encompasses all aspects of your business. So everything from open book management to our green business practices to our commitment to diversity and inclusion and supporting our community, um, providing good wages and benefits for our employees. It's really takes a look at every aspect of your business. Thanks for explaining that. Uh, that is definitely the definition of a good neighbor. <laughs> um, can you talk about how the pandemic has impacted your business? I know it has been so difficult for restaurants, particularly over these last 19 or 20 months. Um, talk about how it's impacted you. Well, let's see. Going back to March of last year, um, I can tell you we went from a the busiest uh, catering company in the state of Oregon and uh, locations that were jam-packed with customers to, uh, gosh, I would say probably 70, we've lost probably 75% of our business um, in those in that initial part of the pandemic. Um, obviously wow. all, all catering and events ceased. So it wasn't just um, the lack of foot traffic in our locations due to pandemic restrictions and the, and lockdowns here in Portland. But um, also, you know, we didn't have anyone in our venues. We weren't, um, we, we not only cater events and things like weddings and, and galas, but um, for a long time, we've provided a lot of um, business catering. So boxes and sack lunches. And, and so all of that, you know, came to a halt. We had about 450 employees uh, before the pandemic, and we went down to about 200. Okay. Uh, we were able to keep all of our restaurants open. Um, we we com were committed to that. Um, and our catering team, while we did have to lay off a lot of our servers and bartenders and, and people that would um, staff our events, we were able to pivot a lot of our catering personnel, um, drivers that before had been delivering food to an, you know, lunch to an office, um, were delivering to people's homes. So we did continue to work with a lot of our business partners and we delivered food even to their homes. So we, we turned a lot of our, our, a lot of our catering team became a, a, a delivery team. And so we were, we, we still continue to do food delivery, um, and we're able to recoup a little bit of that business, but it was, it was hard for all restaurants, but um, I, I feel we, we all feel lucky that we that we're still here now. But we were able to keep a lot of our team together, and and we're able to continue to serve our customers in their neighborhoods. Absolutely. So, in the midst of the pandemic, did you ever question whether you could remain um, with that classification of a B corporation? No, we doubled down. If anything else, um, and we were up for you have to to. Uh, get recertified every few years as a B Corp. And that's your opportunity to, 
to go through, again, the, the really lengthy assessment process and look at all of those areas of your business. And so we, we, we recertified. That's wonderful. <laughs> we, we doubled down and moved forward. We, we actually also took the time. Um, we had someone on our staff we were able to allot time to. Um, we actually took the time to set some really big goals. We set a, a zero net emissions goal for 2030, and we created an environmental impact plan that would get us there. Wow. And that's something that we're, we're sharing with our teams now. But um, it, And we were able to uh, continue that work. So that was important to us. Um, mm -hmm. work, working with the community continued to be important to us. Um, we continued to provide donated food and even um, increased the amount of donated food. And we, uh, we, we were also focused on helping our employees. That's so great. We, we created a food pantry for all of the employees who had a, uh, we had, had to lay off or, or even anyone who had lost hours so that uh, they mm -hmm. could come and pick up dinner for their family. And uh, we use not only our food, but our, our team and our central kitchen would make things just, just for our employees. So fabulous. There were a lot of people to take care of. <laughs> I bet. I bet. Um, so talking a little bit about the timing of this, um, I know that you were in DC to accept uh, that Good Neighbor Award from the Educational Foundation back in March of 2020. And I was told that you were literally boarding the plane uh, when you heard the news about this quarantine and the COVID-19, what we all know now is is a huge pandemic. Um, so tell me about that. That's That was a pretty crazy happening. <laughs> well, it, it was a crazy happening. And we weren't literally boarding the plane, but we were literally at an airport coming home. And that was, you know, this was still in a time when people, we weren't masking or observing social distancing. But um, the tone when we flew to D.C. was very different than the tone when we came home just mm -hmm. a few days later. And um, it was about a week after we got home that restrictions went into effect here. Yep. No one knew what they didn't know at that time. Um, so yeah, looking back, it's, it, it's crazy how much has changed. I mean, it, it, it was terrible timing, um, but it was also good timing because we came back with a $10,000 check. Exactly. <laughs> that we were so able that, to share. <laughs> that takes me to my next question. How did elephants use that $10,000 award? Boy, it was tough. We, um, each of our locations has a nonprofit partner and we work with them to provide, um, you know, food at the end of the day. Um, some of those nonprofit partners are shelters. We have low income housing communities. We have a variety of, uh, of folks that we supply. And then we also work with them on fundraising and, and whatever, whatever else they need as a nonprofit. Um, so, you know, food insecurity had always been something we were committed to. Um, we did take that $10,000. We gave it to a partner here in Portland, Oregon called Lift Up. So Lift Up aims to reduce hunger and improve lives of low-income residents in downtown Portland specifically. And we had worked with them previously. Um, we had helped with fundraising. We had helped with um, food donations. But because we had $10,000, we were actually able to adopt an entire building. So we adopted one of their low-income residences here in downtown Portland. That's awesome. I love that. Did you know? 
The National Restaurant Association produces and hosts several webinars each month to serve and grow the industry. Topics ranging from hiring and workforce, food safety, and the most urgent and relevant policy topics during this turbulent time for restaurants. All previous webinars are also available for on-demand viewing. To learn more about upcoming and recorded webinars, please visit restaurant.org slash events slash learning. That's restaurant.org slash events slash learning. So during the pandemic, you did not let anything stop you. You actually launched your Good Neighbor menu to help people help people. Um, And you named it after your award, which is really fantastic. So tell me a little bit more about that and how that all came to fruition. I, I have to say that it came to fruition because our customers are wonderful. And uh, when the pandemic hit, we had a lot of customers reach out and say, um, what are you doing to help the community? What are you doing to help first responders? Um, what are you doing to help people that have been displaced? And how can I help? So we, we had people, they would actually call and just say, I have $500 I would like to use. And I know you work with community partners and you'll know how to best use it. What can we do? So it kind of grew out of that. Um, yeah. It sounds like community service is really a part of Elephant's DNA. It's it's ingrained in you. It is. And what was wonderful was that our customers came to us and said, you know, help me help people. So we created the good neighbor menu and Really, it was a collection of some of the, the, the I would say, Elephant's greatest hits, things we're known for, um, you know, sandwiches and soups and breakfast burritos. And we, we came up with a sort of a short menu of items that were low price where we would still be making some money, but we were able to help. Um, we were able to take our customers who, hey, I have $500 to donate, and then we would... We had, I think it grew pretty quickly, but we had around a dozen different partners that we were working with, with the Good Neighbor menu. And so we'd say, okay, with $500, here's how many meals we could do. And we're still making something, our customers donating, and we're helping. So it it helped us as well. Um, Then uh, it started with our customers. And then the city of Portland um, put forth some funding and opened uh, four new shelters in our city. That's wonderful. And we were able to, um, through the Good Neighbor menu, we were able to work with that program and feed folks in shelters. I I did check the other day. I asked how many, I think it's over 25,000 meals now we've served through the Good Neighbor menu. So much more than a restaurant and a catering company. Um, Your customers really do love you. Um, We've heard so many stories about how customers have supported restaurants um, as a part of this cycle. Have you you found that as well? Oh, yeah. I mean, obviously, we wouldn't be here without our customers. But I mean, we've been around since 1979. So our customers, a lot of them have been visiting us um, their entire lives. And so we've... They've grown up eating our macaroni and cheese and our tomato orange soup. We actually have um, people that order it through William Sonoma and have it shipped to like their homesick college kid across the country. Ooh. So we have people that are really committed to being Elephant's customers, and they were people that visited us every day. So if they weren't com- comfortable coming in the store, we had a lot of people reaching out so that we could do delivery. Um, a lot of customers reached out and asked how they could help. Um, right. And we were committed to staying open, too. Even if it was shortened hours in an area, 
you know, we, we have an office building in downtown Portland, we have a location. And that was one of the ones that was hardest hit as people weren't coming into work. But, you know, we, we remain committed to staying open um, for those folks in the neighborhood. That's always our commitment. We always try to, uh, you know, we had, it wasn't just the pandemic last year, we had a fires here in Oregon. And so a smoke storm shut our city down for a good week. And then it was followed by a really unprecedented winter storm. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, we've, we've been open through it all and our, our customers have continued to support us. And it's really, um, we, we do have a lot of them coming back now, which is great. That's fantastic. Um, having a little bit of fun here. Uh, Thanksgiving is right around the corner. I was told that last year there was someone dressed as a turkey. So will <laughs> you have someone dressed again as a turkey for Thanksgiving? <laughs> we will. I have to say the holidays were actually a bright spot for us last year. Good. Um, we've been serving Thanksgiving and Christmas meals for decades. And we, we did it last year. We did meals for delivery and pickup. And we were swamped. Um, we, we had to cut it off. We sold out. Um, it wow. was really popular and it caused a little bit of a traffic jam. <laughs> I bet. Locations. And so um, as part of that, we did have, we always have employees that are game to dress up in turkey suits and stand outside and direct traffic and answer questions. So yes, um, we are, we're, we're heading into the holiday season right now and we're busy again for the holidays. We still have a we still have, it's still an environment where a lot of our customers um, are interested in uh, not going out and letting us do the cooking and are doing uh, Thanksgiving again with us this year. So we're looking forward to that. Very good. I think everyone can use um, a little <laughs> fun in their lives these days. So uh, if, if anyone is in Portland, make sure to look out for the turkey. <laughs> um, you mentioned the famous tomato orange soup, which sounds delicious. It makes me want to go to Portland. Um, to have that. And you mentioned that we can get it elsewhere. So tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah. You know, we, um, one bright spot in our pandemic business was our wholesale business. Great. Um, and I think as customers felt an increased need for food delivery, we really saw an uptick in that nationwide wholesale. And we sell a lot of our comfort food classics. So things like our chicken pot pie and, and a lot of our uh, famous soups through William Sonoma and that business. Woo. <laughs> went up. I will have to check that out. <laughs> so that is nice. It's a nice way you can share elephants um, outside of, outside of Portland, Oregon. Fantastic. That actually gives me a great Christmas gift idea for some of my family members. I think macaroni and cheese is always a great Christmas gift idea. Of course. <laughs> so Cheyenne, in closing, is there anything else that you want our listeners to know about uh, about you and your business um, or where they can find more information? Yeah, you can head to our website at elephantsdeli.com to learn more. Um, it has been, I don't know, our, our, our CEO often, um, we're a family owned and operated business and our CEO, Ann Weaver, and our executive chef, Scott Weaver, have worked at Elephants for the four decades we've been here. And so they've seen a lot of recessions. Mm -hmm. And what they have, have, what they know to be true from four decades in this business is we come out of these times stronger. And we feel that kind of energy coming back to us now. And I think, again, we, um, it, we were kind of a, it was a nail biter. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but I think we're starting to see, um, not just see the horizon and kind of coming out of this, but um, a lot of the hard work that we continued to do during the pandemic and relationships we made and, you know, kind of um, 
It is work we would have continued doing, but I think we took to that work with a, a renewed energy and creativity um, that this time required. So right. I, I know a lot of restaurants out there listening or would nod and go, yep, we've been uh, there as well. So yes, and we did things faster. We really innovated quickly. Um, we That's didn't great have a choice. So <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like the tough times really force us to think of new ways uh, to do things. And um, you know, congratulations on your Good Neighbor Award. Uh, I know that things really do come full circle. So um, I know that your success will be long term. And um, you know, just congratulations on that award. Yeah, thank you. We we look forward to many more decades uh, serving customers here. Perfect. Uh, well, I will make sure that our listeners have different links um, for the items that you mentioned, as well as your website. Um, and Cheyenne, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us today. Well, thanks so much, Carly. It was nice to be here. Did you know the National Restaurant Association produces and hosts several webinars each month to serve and grow the industry? Topics ranging from hiring and workforce, food safety, and the most urgent and relevant policy topics during this turbulent time for restaurants. All previous webinars are also available for on-demand viewing. To learn more about upcoming and recorded webinars, please visit restaurant.org slash events slash learning. That's restaurant.org slash events slash learning. Thanks so much for listening to Order Up, the podcast from the National Restaurant Association. Follow us on your favorite podcast player and find out more at restaurant.org slash podcasts. Episode produced by Dante32.